What's good? Welcome to First Drink Podcast presented by Bet Rivers. Make sure you download that Bet Rivers app. Must be 21 years or older. On today's episode of First Drink Podcast, we're going to get into a little bit of everything. Uh, But training camp is not that far away. And you know, we got to finish breaking down the commander's positions. And today we look at the linebacker position. So, you know, we're about to do less. Get it, fellas. Let's go. What's good? Welcome to First Street Podcast. Again, we are presented by Bet Rivers. Make sure you download that Bet Rivers app or go to www.betrivers.com. You must be 21 years or older. Do not forget to like and subscribe to the First Street Podcast. Hit that like button. We are also available on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. Please leave a review there as well. On today's episode, we are going to break down... Um, the linebacker position, like I said, we're going to look at Juan Soto. Juan Soto won the home run derby, and the Nats want to trade him. Oh, man. Plus, we're going to give Ant five good minutes to talk about the quarterback. I'm sorry, the Cowboys. We're going to give Ant five good minutes to talk about the Cowboys. You can call it five good minutes. We might call it five minutes of mute. It's going to be five minutes of something from Ant. Let's bring in the squad. What's good, Sarah? How you doing? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? 109. 109. 109. 109 player. You survived. I don't know if Ann survived. Struggling, bro. Struggling. It was the struggle is real. The heat stroke is real. It's it's happening. Man. Hey, what's good, man? I go to work. I fight the heat. I fight dogs. I come on the podcast. I got to fight Washington fans. Last on the podcast, (laughs) but first in your hearts. (laughs) <laughs> what was he talking about? The, was he talking about the Jaguars? <laughs> There's no Cowboys in anyone's heart oh here. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh, we got love for you, though, and we do got love for you, man. We bring you on. We appreciate you talk good sports talk, man. Polly will be joining us, man. Polly will be joining us, and hey, he probably out there fight that heat too, like all of us did today, man. Texas, man, we reached a hundred and nine today. Uh. Let's just say I went in my office and I did not come out. <laughs> the air was great in there. <laughs> hey, let's talk about this chat real fast. We got Bruce Glass in the building. First in the building today, we got Kyle uh, said, I think this message is for you. Really, Kyle. Right. Hey, but he came back with something else, too. He can't, He hit you with that. <laughs> Not a double dip. Uh, he hit you with both of them today. Hit you with both of them today, man. We really appreciate those guys being in the in the chat. And my main man, Droop, is in the chat. What's good, Droop, man? We appreciate you. And Droop asked me, hey, he said, do y'all got that mega millions in Texas? We all about cash and checks. Oh, placing bets and cash and checks and playing lottery tickets so we can get rich. <laughs> try, to, try to get that money. Linda's in the building. What's good, Linda? Uh, it's still 103 here at 7 p.m. She said it's hot there too. <laughs> <laughs> man, Dominique Greer's in the building. What's up, sirs? What's happening with you, man? We appreciate all of y'all. Hey, let's jump into this one real fast. So, 
the Nationals offered Juan Soto four hundred million, but it was for fifteen years. Right, so that <laughs> is, is not bad. exactly where it needs to be. And Juan Soto turned it down because everybody can add, man. Everybody can add. But, you know, the Nets have a, a, a history of trying to defer payments and stuff like that, right? Uh, stretch their contract out, and they haven't been playing player, paying players. And then Juan Soto goes out to the home run derby and just consistency wins the derby. Wins the home run derby, knocking shots left, right. Hey, that way, that way, that way. Right? Come on, come on, say Where they going? Where they going? Where, they going, Where was the ball? <laughs> hey, long as he don't go to the Dodgers. That away. Oh, that man. away. Wait a minute. Sit the field. <laughs> but my man wins the home run derby. And the first thing they ask him about is about his future, man. The Nats are terrible for doing this, man. Uh, I mean, Can have I- we. Have we ever seen a player in their prime on the market like this? Hey, and let's bring in Polly first. What's good, Polly? Polly. Yo, can you hear me? Yes, sir. We got you. What up? Man, what up? What's good? We we talking Juan Soto right now. Man, let me kick it off, man. I got a question. Yeah. Does Dan Snyder own own Washington the the, the baseball team too? No, he does not. <laughs> what's the what's the problem? What's the problem with paying these guys, man? Like this guy, correction, he's not in his prime. He's only 23 years old. Facts. He has a lot more room to grow and get better, as crazy as that may sound. At 30 million per, you're really insulting this guy. It's not that they want to trade him, it's that they don't want to pay him accordingly. And they really don't need to play these type of games. You know, I heard they said now they're open to trading them, but I think all of that stuff is a bluff. We know if there's any sport in America, baseball, they will pay these guys and they won't think twice about it. These owners all got billions of billions, so that's not even an issue. So, me personally, I I like Washington. I like the baseball team, man. Y'all winning that championship was sweet justice for me, basically because of the team that y'all beat. You know what I'm saying? But – I don't see you guys doing anything else if y'all can't get these type of things right. Pay this guy and pay him right. Well, we got to do ownership man, coming look, in, too. Look, look, That ain't, um... What the hell you talking about, man? <laughs> 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 look, man. They, nah, they will... They will, listen, off like that. They, they will trade... They will trade his ass because they got nothing for Bryce Harper and they got nothing for Anthony Rendon. That's why in their mind they being proactive about this. I mean, the, the fact of the, the matter is the, the man got two and a half years left on his deal. So he'll be stupid to sign a new extension right now unless they really blowing him out the water with the money and the terms on the deal. You know, they trying to sell the organization. You know what I mean? So, I mean, smart. the smart thing would say, yo, just leave that problem for the next owner. And and it's and it's a piece of eye candy for the next owner, you know. But business wise, they looking at it as you know, uh, the the way to really increase the value of the franchise is not to have a, a lot of overhead on the franchise when you're trying to sell it. You know what I mean? So and 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 at the end of the day, this is just what the learners do, man. They don't want to give. They don't want to pay out. That they want the deal to favor them. 
So you know what I mean? That's why that's why you seen fifteen years and you seen deferment money and you seen the, the contract is back end loaded. You know what I mean? So whatever deal they give out, you know what I mean? They wanted to favor them. That's why they got rid of Trey Turner last year. You know what I mean? And you know that's why they got rid of Matt Serger. Matt Serger, excuse me. You know what I mean? So the the facts of the matter is they feel like players are hired guns. You know, we're not even hired guns. They feel like they can they can uh, draft them, sign them, develop them, get what they want to get out of them, and then get the next batch of players in there. And you got to think about this too. Also, Juan Soto, I mean, when he, his first year in the in the majors, he won a pennant, right? He won a chip, and he did it with players that knew what they was doing. He did it with he, he looked veteran like players. He was on a veteran team. He was on a veteran on, team. No, he was on a mix of veteran team and uh, young talent. You know what I mean? Yep. It was it, it was a, it was a mixture of veteran team and young talent, and Unfortunately, a lot of that young talent is is the young developed talent is is gone. Yep. You know what I mean? Because you can't tell me right. See, the problem is really what their mistake was was giving Strasburg all the money. All the money. That, that's the pink elephant in the room. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? That's what they that's what they messed up at. Tell me right now. And who would you fact, rather who who would you rather have collecting thirty five million dollars right now, Strasburg or Bryce Harper? Bryce, but but Paula, you just hit on something too. Strasburg is done for the season now. I think he made it, one game this year. Strasburg is done for his career. Yeah, he, he's collecting all. He collected thirty five a year for the next four years. Hey, uh, Kyle said three four won years. Out. Harper won the Derby, gone. Soto won a won the Derby, gone. Watch Chuba. What's good, man? Appreciate you being in the building. Yeah. Uh, Said you are a baseball guy, man. What you got? I mean, it's it's uh it's disappointing to have a guy with such such talent, you know, to be ready to be paid, you know, for what he's done. Him him winning the derby only only hurt them. It, it hurt them in the fact that they're gonna have to pay him. He already turned down that that weak deal they sent out there to him. He don't want it. He they gonna they gonna have to change some terms and pay him accordingly. And not stop and stop trying to trying to dibble dabble him on we'll be a little bit here, be a little bit here. No, 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 player. No, no, no. You have to pay this money. No, 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 player. No, 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 player. You have to pay this money. No, 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 player. I mean, but it, it go back with the seat. I mean, he went out of one. Everybody was watching, watching the derby. They saw him win the derby. Hey, but look, that's a tight. It ain't, even, it ain't even about it ain't even about the derby, man. People seen him in the playoff. Yo, the, the right. year they won the, the year they won the, the um they won the championship. He was the best player. Come on, man, the home run against the Dodgers. Yep. Come on, man. He's their best. Yeah, I mean, this dude is is a generation. We talk about generational talent. He's yeah. a generational talent. Right. Yeah. You know Strasburg, I mean, he Strasburg's been hurt, dude. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, because Strasburg's been hurt. He. Nah, you good. I, I, don't, I don't think it's been a year yet. He hasn't been hurt. Yeah, I, I don't think he's finished the whole year yet. That's hey, and that's know. the irony. And this is the key, that's man. That's the irony. Like I said, him all that money, and he's hurt. Look, they got he got they, two they, and a half years it. on that deal. He got two and a half years left on the deal, and they trying to get him to sign. Now, you know how much that money gonna jump up in two and a half years? Whew. Come man. on, man. <laughs> I mean, so I mean, really smart. I mean, 
because they basically saying we're not gonna go on the open market with you and give you what you worth on the open market. And you so gotta, either take this deal here or the next offer we're gonna make you, or you gonna get out of dodge. Which you know, I mean, that's not really having any leverage because at the end of the day, he's still gonna get his money, and yeah. then he's still gonna be where he wants to be eventually. Right. They might can trade him now to somebody somewhere he don't really want to go to. But he's in two years, he's still gonna be a free agent. That's right. Yep. Hey, the thing is, you gotta remember who his agent is. Scott Boris, all of Scott Boris's eight uh uh clients go to free agency and they get that open market and they get that 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 bag, every last one of them. Ooh. Hey, you know what else, you know what else is uh Scott Boris client? Uh Bricewood. No, nah, not the Bryce. He on he on the team oh, now. You, you talking about uh, Stra- uh Strasburg. 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 And Strasburg told, Strasburg. He told him, he said, I don't want to go nowhere else. I'm here. My family's here. And that's the only reason why he didn't hit the open but market. See, but you got no, 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 but you got to think, though. No, Strasburg was on the open market. His contract had expired. But you got to think, though, the difference between Strasburg and and um and Soto is Strasburg is on, is on the back nine of his. And, and my man Soto just joined the PGA Tour. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He just joined the tour. You know what I mean? So he's he holding all the leverage. Yeah. But um, but like, I said this to my man Linnell. Shout out Linnell, man. You know what I mean? I said this to Linnell, man. It's like trying to it's like putting your house on the market. Say I got a five bedroom house, two car garage, uh, Olympic sized pool. But hold up, I just filled the pool up with cement. You know what I mean? So <laughs> that's just like what they doing trying to sell this team. How you gonna sell a team? And then sell and then trade Juan Soto at the same time, man. I want the pool too. That's exactly what I was about to say. (laughs) When you said that earlier, I'm like, the two things is that that's gonna appeal to new ownership is what's the profitability gonna be? So new stadium and having solid players. You get rid of uh, arguably the best player in baseball. Like, what does that do for your team in the stock? Right. So no, hey. no, but but if you look at their lineup though, look at their lineup, he is their best player, right? Oh, he's okay. one he he's one of one on that team right now. And they're bad, right? So if you I mean this is another way of looking at it. So if you potentially about to buy that team and they and they do stuff, they do trade them, you look at it like this. Well, okay, our books are clean. Right. We got open we got an open payroll to work with, so they really are starting at zero. You know what I mean? They, you know, they got to build that organization. You still got a hell of a GM in, in Rizzo, you know what I mean, to help you build that organization. And your hands are tied with an albatross of a contract outside of Steven Strasburg. You know what hey. I mean? So, you look at it from both sides, too. Let's let's get this comment in here. Oh, shout out to my man, Big Money Sonny, uh, right here. He said, what's up, y'all? What's up? Pick, salute to you and the homies, all of y'all. And don't forget to hit that like button. Thank you, Linda. We appreciate that right there. But we at that 15-minute mark that y'all know what we're about to do. Today, our picks are all NFC East. We're going to give you uh, over-under totals, and we're going to uh, help y'all make some money. So, uh, he would... He would lose it right now, right, right, right when the first squad up is the Cowboys. That's what that's what the cow that's what the Cowboy dumps do. That's what they do. They lose it. They lose it right at the most. They're choking important. the pressure. They do. All right. So here's here's uh uh make sure you go to uh, Bet Rivers and go to www.betrivers.com or download that Bet Rivers app. You must be 21 years or older to play. So here's what we got: the Cowboys market, right? 
to make the playoffs, it's minus two forty. No playoffs, plus nine hundred. All right, but that's not really what we're gonna mess with today. What we gonna mess with is their over unders on their wins. Plus nine and a half wins is minus one seventy seven. Under on nine and a half wins is plus one forty. Ten wins, ten and a half wins is plus one ten. Under ten and a half is minus one thirty four. Eleven and a half wins is plus two oh five. And uh, Bro, I can't see 11, none of that. Eleven and a half, I got you. Eleven and a half, my under eleven and a half is minus two sixty five. Minus two sixty five. Say, where you going with this, man? With the Cowboys? Uh, yeah, <laughs> with the Cowboys. Oh man, y'all division, man, a little up and down. Oh. Um, hey, watch it. What I read, what I read, uh, this week, the Cowboys were to win about 10 games. 10 games, so you, you want at the so, 10 game or under the 10 and a half? I'm gonna go under 10 games because I, I didn't pick the Cowboys to win the division, I picked some else to win the division, so I'm gonna go under the 10 games. Okay, so you at that uh, nine and a half, that's plus 140. Say it at nine and a half plus 140 for the Cowboys. Roger that. Nine and a half plus 140. Uh, how many games, uh, Polly? Look, man, look, I'm going to put this out here first. I, I can't see them numbers and stuff, so. I got you. I got you. Just tell me. Nah, tell nah, me. nah, nah. I, I got I to gotta look at that stuff. Man. I can't see them numbers and stuff, so I'm just going to give you a game a game number that I think they're going to do. And uh, I, I I post my actual bets on Twitter, man, at Greed Thirty Four for this for this segment. But um, I, I think they under under ten and a half wins. I see them right at ten. Right so at 10, under so ten, under and 10, and 10 and a half. That's minus. Yeah, but but like I said, nah, like I see, but I I wouldn't place that as a bet though. Right. Let you know what I mean? So, let but I'm, I'm just talking six games. I'm just talking about straight statistics. <laughs> I, I got them under ten and a half. You got them under 10 and a half. All right, Hawk TV's in the building. What's good, Hawk? All right, and you going last is your team, so I'm going to tell you right where I got them at, too. I got them at uh, – I'm, I'm right with said, man. I'm going to go uh, at the nine and a half. I'm going to go, yeah, under the nine and a half to plus uh, 140, nine and a half, under that nine and a half, plus 140. So it's actually like nine games, really, uh, at the plus 140. That's where I'm placing my money. For these guys, Ed, it's your squad. What you got? So I was a little in and out on that because it was a little shaky before I got in here on this good Wi Fi. Uh, okay, what, give me those numbers again. <laughs> I got you. All right, so over nine and a half is minus 170, over 10 and a half is plus 110, over 11 and a half is plus 205, under nine and a half is plus 140. Under 10 and a half is minus 134, and under 11 and a half is minus 265. Don't worry about no unders. Listen, guys, last show we kept talking about placing bets and casting checks, man. If you know where to put your money besides your mouth, when you go to Bet Rivers, take that plus two. Cowboys win 12 games this year. Book Wait, it. what? Uh, Wait. You, 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 am I, I'm not in the tunnel no more. I said. Wait. Give me the Cowboys at plus a, a winning over eleven games. Oh, twelve wins this season. Hey, you gonna that, make you some? And you gonna make you some good money? Was that spoken like a Cowboys fan? Let me ask, no, no, hold on. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm listening. That's a quick question. What division we in? 
The NFC East. Oh, so with the exceptions of the Cowboys, everybody else is the NFC least. So I'm oh, going to go ahead and wow. I'm going to go ahead and assume that Philly isn't going to be Philly. Like what people think they're gonna be. Hey man, hey man, just go on to the next shit, man. He made his, he made his picks. He made his, he made his bet. He made his bet. He made his bet. Go on to the next one, man. I ain't trying to hear this, man. Go on to the next bet, bro. The New York Giants market here. We got the New York Giants market up. All right, so the Giants at five over five and a half wins is minus three thirty-five. Over seven and a half wins is plus one twenty-seven. Over eight and a half wins is plus two thirty. Under five wins, under five and a half is plus two twenty-five. Under seven and a half minus one seventy-five. Under eight and a half is minus three oh five. Where are you putting your money? Where are you putting your money? Said the Giants, man. Under five. <laughs> under five and a half. Hey, under five and a half, man. The Giants are in trouble, dude. They 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 hey, on the edge, they on the they on the edge of rebuild mode. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, hey, said man, you <laughs> said you the wrong dude to be laughing at. No, that's 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 hey, I can laugh because you know I know the pain. <laughs> hey, hey, that's plus two fifty. Hey, uh, the Jesus in the building, man. What's good? He said, give see, me the under see. five and a half under. Give me the under five and a half. The OGs in the building. Partly, what you got them at, man? How many was? Give me them numbers again. I ain't hear you. I got you. The over over five and a half is minus 335. Under five and a half is plus 250. Over seven and a half plus 127. Under seven and a half is minus 155. Eight and a half over is plus 230. Under is minus 305. Linda's. Linda said under the five two. Mm. <laughs> Man, what's that? What's that? What's that? Plus five and a half. Plus five and a half is minus three thirty five. That's the oh oh oh. Hold on, that's under. That's the under for five and a half is plus two twenty or plus two fifty, and then that. Uh, well, that's the play here. Oh. I mean, I, uh, I man. I don't see them. I see them winning more than five games. Like if I had to put a number on it, but for betting purposes, that under five and a half is, is good money. It's good play because if the bottom fall out, the bottom's gonna fall out. You know right. what I mean? So yeah, yeah, that's good money there at under minus five and a half. You know what I mean? If you're a Giants fan, that that plus that uh that over five and a half at minus one thirty is a good play. Yeah. Yeah, minus three thirty-five. That's minus three thirty-five. Well, minus hold on, minus three thirty-five. Three thirty-five is minus over five and a half. Yeah, that can't be right, bro. No, that's right all day. (laughs) So what's minus? What's minus? What's what's uh seven and a half? Seven and a half is plus one twenty-seven. Oh, under seven and a half. No, over seven and a half. Over seven and a half? Eight it's, wins for the Giants? Eight wins, yeah. Giants is not going to be as bad as y'all think they are, man. Hey, that's a hey, – Eight hey, wins, though? Hey, I'm, yeah, I'm, I mean, his, 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 history says they, they ain't have a, a winning record at no point of the season in the past five years. So, that would, that's would, what we should be betting on. They're going to have you, a winning record like at any, run, at any you, point of the season. Schedule? No, nah, no, nah, I'm good. I'm no, good, man. Like, 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 no, like, what is that? Like, 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 like I said, 
like I said, minus five and a half is a good play. You know what minus I mean? But it, yeah, yeah, it's a good play. I ain't say, I ain't say, I don't think they're gonna be a bad team, but we talking about on betting and making money. If you yeah. will put some money on the Giants, minus five and a half is a good play. Right. Yeah. Who is who is they first? Who is they first game? Tennessee, Carolina, Dallas, Chicago, Green Bay. Yeah. No. Uh, who you got, Ed? What you got? <laughs> How many wins? If we talk about the New York Football Giants, I'm taking an under on everything. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so you're going under the five and a half plus the two, the two fifty. I'm hey, trying to tell you. Hey, put put me down for them winning four games. So I'm going under two at that uh plus two fifty plus two fifty for them. Uh, the next team we about to get into is going to be the Philadelphia uh, Eagles. The Philadelphia Eagles. Let me transition to they to their picks real fast, and then I'll bring it up for y'all. Uh, Kevin Sheehan had it right last year when he said Philly wasn't going to be as terrible as everybody thought, but I don't. I can't see the Giants winning, winning, winning. Six games this year. I mean, and don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that Washington is is world beaters, but it's just hard for me to see. I mean, yeah. Like, what? I mean, are you going to depend on their quarterback who ain't it? Are you going to depend on their running back who can't stay healthy? Are you going to – what receivers are they going to throw to? What type of line? I mean, we don't – yeah, if you want to throw some money into the abyss, go ahead. <laughs> okay, I feel not the abyss. <laughs> yeah, the abyss. Go ahead. The Philadelphia Eagles. Here we go. Philadelphia Eagles plus eight and a half wins is minus two twenty five. Under eight and a half wins is plus one seventy five. Over nine and a half wins is minus one twenty five. Under nine and a half wins is minus one oh three. I'm sorry, plus one oh three. Plus one oh three for under nine and a half. Ten, over 10 and a half games is plus 170, and the under is minus 215, under 10 and a half wins. Uh, say it, the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, uh, what do you see them doing? Uh, according to my, my pick, I picked Philadelphia to win this division. Give me the, so give going- me the over, give me the over to 10. Over the, the 10? Over the 10. Hold on, hold on. See, y'all. The plus, the plus you pick them to win the division? Yeah, yeah, I did. I, 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 I didn't know. We, I didn't know. I didn't know. We. I didn't know. We picked division one. That's just what Sad doing. That's just what Sad doing. No, 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 no. We did Saturday. Yeah. No, yeah, Saturday. We was, we no, was no, we made futures bet Saturday. Yeah, we made futures. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we we didn't did our division shit yet. So, so said said you like the ten and a half, huh? Put me down. That is plus <laughs> one seventy. Plus one seventy. Making big some checks. Paulie, we're going to get you last on this one right here. I want to hear what Ant has to say because I, I got to hear what a Cowboys fan is about to I'm say. Y'all are the negatives. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we've seen what we've seen what Philly has done in the offseason. We've seen what they've done in the draft. And all of that is, all of that is pretty impressive. And that alone will get them to at least eight wins. But then we gotta ask who is the who is the nice young brother from Alabama and Oklahoma who is throwing them the ball, who's throwing those balls around. Pause. That that ain't good enough for me. I I, I don't see these guys make making the playoffs, let alone winning a division. Said is quite disrespectful uh, for that one. But I do have them uh, on the over eight and a half wins though. 
I do think that they will make it interesting. But they're not making the playoffs. I mean, if you got a team in the So what's your damn number, man? You giving all your knowledge. What's what's your what's your ticket? What you putting on your ticket, man? Nine wins matters two twenty-five. Nine wins. That's the that's the over. Uh, that's all I got. I'm literally going at the eight wins. I don't trust the quarterback. And AJ Brown, I don't think he's gonna stay on the field. So I'm gonna go under the eight and a half at uh plus one seventy-five. Can we put said in timeout? For that. I got him right at eight. Let's <laughs> say it in timeout. I got him right at eight. Polly, what you got, bro? What's the under nine and a half? Under nine and a half is uh plus one oh three. That's where I'm going, bro. I got them at nine wins. Nine under nine and a half. Polly. Okay. Okay. Come on, man. I'm placing I'm placing bets and cash checks, man. They ain't gonna have a they not they're not gonna have a horrible season, but that ball ain't gonna bounce their way. This year, man. You know what I mean? They got they got some they got some things to work on. And I ain't a believer in just you signing a bunch of people and, and you know, and then all of a sudden you that you that contender. Yo, they had a they had a nice little, you know, nice little soft schedule last year, you know, and they ran the ball a lot. So you know, mm-hmm. let's see what let's let's see what they do when teams adjust to what they did well. Year two. Year two of him being the and what they, and, what, and what they did well wasn't dynamic. It was fundamentally sound, and I give him respect for that. But you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I got him at nine wins, so I'll take that under nine and a half. Under under the nine and a half, I like it, Paul. It's a solid bet, man. That is a real solid bet. All right, let's get this up in here for the Washington That's what Commanders. I do. One time for your Washington Commanders market right here. And all right. Now, six and a half wins, un- over six and a half wins for the Commanders, minus 275. Under six and a half is plus 210. Seven and a half wins is minus 125. Under seven and a half wins is plus 103. Over eight and a half is 152. Under eight and a half is minus 195. Now, hold on, what? Hold on. Over eight and a half is what? What 152? Plus or minus? Plus 152. Over eight and a half? Over eight and a half is plus 152. Now, I start this off right now being a talk. Give me that over eight and a half at 152. See, Paulie. We pulled we pulled uh, seven wins out of our ass last year with a with a backup quarterback, a, a fourth string center, you know what I mean? Third uh, uh, third string defensive ends and a, and a fifteen linebacker. We could pull three more games out of that on on, on a schedule that's a little bit more favored to us. So I I, I see is that nine wins. That's, that's easy nah. money right there, man. Placing bets, cash and checks. Placing bets and cash and checks. I'm telling you, the OG says Super Bowl. Give me the over on it all. <laughs> Give me the over on it all. So Polly likes well, the who uh, over, drinking? Nine, over nine and a half, one fifty two. Yeah, bro. Let me let me. I, I'm I'm with, I'm I ain't even talking about no drinking <laughs> shit, but I'm with that man. Let, let me see a let me see a playoff run the year before. Before I start talking Super Bowl, Super Bowl man. exactly. And you know, go man, ahead, man. On, talk man. so you can get muted. Put on timeout. No, 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 no. I actually think Washington is going to be a fairly decent team this year. I was just wondering if there was a, a, a under five and a half on there. <laughs> oh, you being disrespectful, right? No, no, no. I was just. Uh, no, no, no. Hey, man. Hey, man. He be disrespectful. He mess with nobody. Hey, that's that's that's, that's really your am. money, bro. We ain't counting your pockets. That's where no, you want to no, put I'm, your I'm, money I'm, at. I'm, I'm put your I'm, money. I'm, that's I'm, how you want to lose money. Lose money. Ain't no problem. I'm totally joking, man. But no, no disrespect. I, I, I do wonder. I do wonder. I do wonder though, 
with all of the all of the the, the factors now you know we get into them uh we get into the linebackers today and i've seen a couple hopefuls but i'm like it, it seems like there's too too many things are up in the air um i do like what they could be if they are clicking on all cylinders but um i what's that line at again uh over six and a half is minus two seventy five. Under six and a half is plus two ten. Over seven and a half is minus one twenty five. Under seven and a half is plus one hundred three. Over eight and a half is plus one fifty two. And under eight and a half is minus one ninety five. Hmm. Give me the give me the under eight and a half minus one ninety five. Minus one. Said you got the last word, bro. Now. Uh... I had y'all going over nine, so I'm, I'm just gonna make it quick. I'm taking the over nine. All right, so you got the plus one fifty two. Listen, I'm gonna tell you something. Get your get your bets in now. Get your bets in now, and then if you if you don't like what you see, then play the play the play the commanders every week, and you'll probably wind up with the same amount. Uh, you nah, know, nah, 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 decide to do nah, it. Go for it. Let me let me see this, man. Y'all see we we. We making money here, right? We place yeah, bets, we cash the checks, right? So I, I gave you the under nine and a half, right? That's good numbers. What is it? Plus what? Under or oh, the over? No, no. Over I, gave, I mean, I gave, I gave. I mean, I gave us. Uh, what, what was the number under nine and a half? Who was it? Under nine and a half is minus one ninety five. Over what was the, nine what was, and a half is plus one fifty two. One one fifty two. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so I gave us gave you over nine and a half, right? Yeah. So, Basically, I just gotta win ten games. That's it. Ten games, ten games is in the fold. So I hear y'all talking about Super Bowl and all that. Oh, that's cool, but you gotta play the numbers. We could, we could go out there and win thirteen games or whatever. But that ain't the number we trying to hit. We just trying to hit ten. Actually, you know what I mean. Nine is so the you, number you got, we want to hit. Nine is the number we want to hit. No, nah, if it's over it's nine and, and a half, half, if it's over nine and a half, that it's means you gotta hit half. ten. It's eight and a half. Eight and a half. Look, we we'll get it right, man. That's what I tell you. That's why I said you talking about you got I got you. I got you. That's why I said I can't see the numbers. I'll put it on later. Yeah, eight and a half. So that's what I said. All we gotta get is nine games. So don't don't worry about Super Bowl. We ain't talking about Super Bowl. We ain't talking about winning the division. We just talking about get hitting the number. Nine is achievable. We was at six last year. On, on, on the JV squad, with the JV squad, with the JV you know what I mean. So when you when you making these bets and you looking at these numbers, just just know you you shooting for a number, not not for a prediction of the season. You know what I mean? We can go nine, we can go uh, nine and eight, not make the playoffs, but guess what? You won that bet. That you see what I'm saying? Get that money. Get that money. Listen, since we talking commanders, we might as well stay right there, and we're gonna talk linebackers today. Hey, we are not that far away. Hey, do y'all know that the Atlanta Falcons and a couple of other teams, rookies, reported for training camp today? Hey. Yeah, Atlanta, Atlanta Falcons needed all the practice time they can get. <laughs> hey, it ain't hey, hey, you know what I'm saying? Hey, uh, short trip to Tuscaloosa. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's start off with a linebacker that we talked about earlier. We talked about Drew White. He's uh, wearing number 50. He's six foot, 228. He's out of the University of Notre Dame. He's a rookie. His age is unavailable right now. We talked about this guy when we talked about our undrafted free agents. And um, so for for Drew, what we was looking at with him was like, he's if he's going to make this squad, he's going to make this squad on special teams, right? Uh, 
so when we did our undrafted little series, we had Adam on. Um, Drew got a lot to work on. He only had one interception in his whole four-year career at Notre Dame, and he plays the run really well. But in the passing game is where he needs to work. Uh, needs to loosen up those hips, be able to run Man, with tight ends. We ain't looking for no linebacker to get interceptions. I ain't worried about that number. I need a linebacker to tackle. Oh, fill he them holes, fill, up, fill them gaps, fill them running lanes. No, I mean, let me say this. Who we got? What you got? Cole Holcomb. You want to keep five, five to six linebackers. You got Cole Holcomb, Davis, um, um, Minuski Jr., Mayo, um, um, my man, uh, 47. So what's that, four right there? So you got basically you got two spots open. You know what I mean? All this dude got to come out here and show that he's improving on a day-to-day basis and he's picking up stuff on a day-to-day basis and make some plays. And you possibly he'll possibly could be on a 53-man roster. Sneak in on that special teams. You better be a special team. And, uh, and ain't, no, ain't no sneaking in on special teams. Show your worth on special teams. There you go. Absolutely right, Polly. What you got, Ant? The question, I, I, I guess, the question is two things. Like, it, did he not get? Did he not get a lot of picks because he didn't get a lot of opportunities, or he just got frying pans for hands? Because that does make a difference at some point. No, nah, bro. We all you rapping on picks for linebacker. Picks for linebacker don't mean nothing, man. Well, hands don't be getting picks. I don't care. Yo, if they I, have feel you, I feel you. I feel you. If he I got five hands, he can have five pants. If he was, if he, if he had good hands for a linebacker, he'll be a damn tight end or fullback. He's a linebacker, so I don't care about no picks for hands for the line. I mean, that what? that's just being that's just. That's just being middle school about stuff, man. The damn a four-year uh, four player, though, a four-year player gonna get uh, more than his fair share. And and listen, it, I feel you. You want to get some guys that can tackle, but if we talking about, I don't think Nathan, he was a four-year player. No, he was. And when he didn't play for four years. And then when you talk about, and then when you talk about making a greater, the greatest impact, I don't want a guy that's just gonna hit the hands. But like you said, he got a lot to work on. At the end of the day. I don't. I, I ain't gonna lie. I didn't see a lot of film on him. I did see some. Look like he's always around the ball. Look like he can get a tackle. I mean, I, I think the other stuff can kind of be coached up. So, yo, the dude is a baller, man. I, yeah. I've seen him playing a couple of games. No, damn, that's my that's my damn squad. He a baller. He can play. You know what I mean? So, like I said, all he got to do is show his worth on special team because his team is thin at linebacker spot. There's no depth, and, and it has me wondering is at some point in training camp. You know what I mean? Is it during training camp or at the end of camp when other teams do their cuts, are they going to bring in a veteran guy, you know, just for backup purposes? Because right now, when them two guys go down, you're looking at Dave, David Mayo and, and my man Khalid Hudson. You know what I mean? So that's good. That's thin pickings right there, man. David Mayo, I would, have, I, I would never let Dave, David Mayo be in no part of my starting lineup unless I got a rash of COVID injuries. And the COVID, the whole COVID protocol, is out the door this year. Well, one of the, one of his pros was uh, he's dependable in the run uh, with solid tackling techniques. He is a tackling machine, man. He's a, he's a tackling machine. Thirty nine games, one hundred ninety nine tackles. Uh, one hundred and nine of those was uh, solo tackles. He had twenty one and a half tackles for loss, five sacks, one interception, one TD. He only had four pass defenses though, so he he's not on the field for passing downs because he only run a four six. Say it, what you got, man? Oh. Uh-huh. 
you, you're right. Now, I, I want to go back to something that Paulie said earlier about the uh, the four linebackers that you was talking about, right? Yep. Now, what was the one thing you said that y'all head coach doesn't do? Cut, cut he, draft picks. Right. Cut y'all, 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 y'all have four rookies. Well, we ain't draft nobody. That's yeah, we ain't draft no linebackers. Y'all, y'all all these – okay. Oh, none of these. Well, no, 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 no. Khalid Hudson's a draft pick. This will be his third year. Okay, okay, okay. This will be his then, third then, year. And they like Khalid Hudson. Okay, so, then, then, then that doesn't reason. matter. Yeah, then he, he's going to have to prove something then. He's going to have to go out and show that he's a baller. He gonna If he hasn't already worked out or uh, been working on it, he's going to go out and show he's a baller, that he can be on the field for a, a three-down guy and not just, you know, the opportunity run guy to make a tackle or – you know, he's going to have to prove himself on special team. Now, I tell you, the one thing that he is, he is a middle linebacker. He's a he's middle a, linebacker. He's a middle linebacker. He's, yeah. He he came out the womb playing middle linebacker. I think he sacked the doctor. I'm just saying. <laughs> what? He tried to run up the middle. He tried to run you know, up I, he I had a question that I ain't want nobody to think was, wasn't was the best, but I'm like, y'all always talking about y'all play guys in different positions. Like, y'all don't play them in the right positions. What about – Moving him to the line if he's such a such a uh, tackling machine uh, like that. Uh, who's the next? Who's the next linebacker? Yeah, uh, Trey Walker <laughs> is where we're going. <laughs> Trey Walker is where we're going. Trey Walker is wearing number forty-one in red. He's six foot one, two forty. He's a rookie out of Idaho. I don't know the hoe. You know the. He's a rookie out of Idaho. Let me tell you about Trey Walker real fast. Trey Walker. Uh, he's gonna have to work at it. Trey Trey's gonna have to work at it. He's gonna have to. Again, show his muscle on special teams. Trey Walker's coming out of Idaho. My man was a bit of a tackling machine as well, uh, but he his measurables are, are not that great when it comes to his 40 times and things like that. So uh, I'll give you some of the pros and cons on him. Paulie, go first, man. Hey, man, damn, the, damn that underwear Olympic stuff. I don't care about a 40 time and all that. Can a man play? You know what I mean? It's one thing one thing about this linebacker core being thin, these dudes we just talked about, uh, uh, Trey Walker and my man David White, they definitely going to get some time out there in preseason to show what they can do. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, yeah, special teams is important, but these guys are going to get opportunities to show that they can get on the field and actually get some time in there. Because, like I said, Right, the way the way he's looking with the four linebackers, uh, some of these guys are gonna be one snap away for having to get on that field. So, basically, everything I said about David White, you can say about this Trey Walker dude, man. He needs to come out there and show every day he's getting better, so he's picking up the concepts, and, and he needs to have a productive preseason. <laughs> You're absolutely right, but the one thing that, like I said, this dude is a thumper. He's a downhill thumper. He makes running backs go the opposite way once they start running. So that's that's a positive for him, a, a positive for him. And what you got? Don't know much about this guy. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but sound like he's a uh, – thank you. Appreciate you. Let me get you. Let me get your uh, book. Hey, you, you got too much about him. You, you got a team, right? Just, just think of, think of the free agent linebacker from Idaho on your team. <laughs> what do you got to do to make your team? It's, it's the same damn thing, bro. Same yeah, damn thing. He need the same sandwich in Washington. It's the same thing, bro. That's what I'm trying to say. When you when you at the spot these guys are, you're a free agent. You know what I mean? You, you're coming from a, you know, well, my man came, is coming from Notre Dame, but he's coming from a lower school against lesser competition. 
It's all the same thing. You just got to get better on a day-to-day basis. Basis. Do what they ask you to do in practice. Show out on special teams. And when in, in the preseason, you got to go out there and make plays. That's all. See, you know what I mean? And let the chips fall where they fall. See, here comes your favorite word. Short arms. If blockers latch on, Walker doesn't have the length to shed them. He a camp body. You, you, you already sold me. He a camp body. You can't do it, man. It's it's very hard for 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 pro NFL players, you know, with with um, deficiencies, you know, because these 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 offensive linemen, man, they're just as, they're just as tall as some everybody out there. They you know, they six nine, six, you know nine, what I'm saying? They got long wingspan. If if you got short arms and you can't get to them before they get to you, it's over with you. You're done for. So well, let me say. I'm go sorry, sir. Go ahead. No, go ahead, sir. Go ahead. Unless he got some special te- spin technique, you know, uh, a bobbing weed, a tripwire, you know, something going out there, you know, he going to be a camp body or, or you know, or, or, or maybe a practice squad. I mean, maybe. But well, know, that's, that's a real deficiency. Well, let me say this. Everybody got deficiencies coming into the league. Everybody got a book on them. So that's why I say it's about improving on a day-to-day basis. You know what I mean? If, 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 if that book on you says you have uh, problems shedding tackles, tackles, excuse me, shedding blockers, then that means you got to go out there and prove that book wrong on a day-to-day basis. You know what I mean? So everybody got a book on them. Everybody got deficiencies. So we just can't hold that 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 deficiency is set in stone. You got to work. You got to work to uh, overcome that deficiency. What What was uh, Terry McLaurin's? Deficiency. He was a body catcher, so he went and worked on his hands so that he could get better. Look, uh, how many players? Every, how many players uh, have uh, we seen? How many uh, players uh, have we seen come in with, with, with their book said they could do this, they could do that, they could do this, they could do that, and they get the first, the top ten, top fifteen pick, and they'd be a bust because they couldn't do none of the things they said they could do. You know what I mean? So yeah. nobody, nobody book is set in stone. Uh, well, and and then the thing I was gonna say is sometimes though with these guys. If they're free agents, they got a short rope. But the good thing is, since y'all are thin, they'll get their opportunity. So it's a double-edged sword. You know what I'm saying? You just hope that you're not wasting a bunch of time on a guy that can't adjust, that can't learn those things, because this is not for long league. So you have to get in there and show that you belong to be there. So, you know, you don't want to have a guy like a Jalen Smith on the squad and he just taking up space. You know what I'm saying? Can't move side to side like he used to, all that stuff. So. Hold on, right. you don't have a guy like Jalen Smith. See, that's why I don't mess with y'all Cowboys, man. He was like y'all best linebacker for two, three years. And then, oh, he then he and finally, they let him go. Then, yeah, that's yeah, that's he he yes, he was. He, he got a he got a second contract out of y'all, man. You know what I'm saying? Jerry loved him. No, no, no. That's because no, Jerry loved him. Player. That's because he was a good player. And then okay, no. he fell off. All right, maybe the no. injuries maybe the injuries finally caught it. He came into the league and he came into the league hurt. He was a monster before okay. he got hurt. Came to the league, came to the league, and he never returned to that player. Number you're, one, you're a lie. He gave, he no, gave you good. A bunch of tackles on me. You're a no, good player. he gave you a good two years as 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 a good player. Good, so good, so good enough. And the league tell you that when the, when when y'all let him go, let me finish. When y'all let him go, he had suitors from contending teams. Teams wanted him. Now where he at right now? You're right. He, he he wasn't. He turned out to be maybe maybe he's done. He maybe he's washed up right now. But don't talk like you know, you're gonna end up being Jalen Smith. But that's a that's an NFL success, success story right there. 
that, that man knee was uh, mangled. What's the dude we had from the 49ers? Ruben. From Alabama. Uh, Ruben. Um, Ru- Ruben Foster. Foster. Yeah. Ruben Fo- Foster would love to have two years like uh, uh, Jalen Smith had after tearing his knee up like that. Come on, man. Don't just, well, you hey, just sitting on your own team. You did work for you. So to our last rookie, Bryce Notree. 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 He's a – my man is wearing number 59. He is six foot three, 225. He's 23 years old. He's a rookie out of Southern Illinois. All right, man. I, I'm going to tell y'all. Sometimes you find a diamond in the rough, and I, I cannot discount small schools and Division two, three schools. I cannot do it, and I won't do it. I'm not going to disrespect them because you, you might not have got the looks for some reason. But when you look at this guy's measurables, 6'3", 225, it makes you wonder, what is it? Could it be SAT scores, things like that, that he wasn't prepared to go to a D1 school? But this kid balled out and, and took advantage of every opportunity that he had. And I know you got some notes. What's good, bro? Nope. <laughs> Polly, Polly. Man, and, same. And same. same like, look, bro, we talking about the same. We talking about the same opportunities for the. So same thing, these last two dudes, you count him in the same, count him in the same thing. Hey, what school the London Fletcher went to? Oh, they did. They don't even have a football team anymore. Uh, exactly. Carol. So uh, uh, yeah, Carol. Exactly. And so it ain't about where you, it ain't about where you play that. It's about what you're doing now. Uh, he he got the same opportunity to uh, walk up as uh, and white. Like I said, you got to come come to camp ready, show and improve every day, and have a productive preseason, man. Look. If I'm a linebacker and I'm coming to the NFL and I'm a free agent guy and, and I know I could play and I just need the opportunity, this is the perfect spot. This is where I want to be. To get it to find a job. This is where I want to be because you don't have no linebackers that I'm afraid of. That I'm, no, that no, I'm no, it's not about having linebackers that you're afraid of, man. It's about depth. It's the, they thin at the position. It's about depth. You know what I mean? You, you, you need to always be in competition with the man next to you and the man ahead of you that you think there's a head of you or whatever. So it ain't about, you know, being scared. It's about depth. It's, 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 this job opening, this position, is a help wanting, it's, help, it's linebacker help wanting on, on, in the locker room. You know what I mean? It's an ad in the paper. You know what I mean? <laughs> look, look uh, I put it on Craigslist. There's an ad on Craigslist, linebacker yeah. wanting. Yes, sir. I, I'm 100% with you right there, Polly. Say it. You're muted. <laughs> That's a good. First, I got. I got a couple of things on the guy. First of all, he's from Arlington. <laughs> Let's start there. Yeah. Um, he's from where? He's Arlington, Texas. He went to Lamar. So the thing about him is, I know we're not discount small schools, but this guy struggled. Uh, he redshirted his first year. He 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 barely tackled his second year. He got an injury in his third year, and then he showed up as a senior. Can he translate what he did as a senior? In the NFL, that's what's going to be made. That's what that's what's going to have to make make it happen for him. He's going to have to come out and and show that he wants to be in the NFL. He's going to have to put on a show to see that he want to get one of these spots. If he got to do special team, and do special team. I mean, I, I'm, all I can do is go off the notes what we have on him. I uh, I haven't seen any tape on the guy, but as you know, the division he played in, all I can do is go to the division he played in. He only had one really productive season, which is his senior year. So, you know, not to say that we've seen some one-year wonders, 
come into the NFL and disappear. I'm just saying. But we also had some one-year ones come in and, and show up and show out. Uh, he's an improved. He's in. He's an improving stage. He's gonna have to prove that Washington did the right thing of bringing him in and allowing him to make the team a uh, chance to All make right. the team. Let's get at it. Ant, you ready? No. Yeah. Yeah. So, go. I mean, so this is my question number one because I mean I've seen seen some film on him. What, what is what was the degree of difficulty in the competition he faced? It, it's the same. Like I said, not discounting the small schools. Like I said, man, listen, Southern Illinois, they got a program. He planned. He planned to the level of competition that he played. And, hey, only thing you can say is you show up just like everybody got to do on Sunday and play the schedule in front of you. Now the I question mean, is. But if you can play, then who are you playing against? If you can play, you can't play. That's all there is to it. See, but see, but see, I, I, I agree on, with you to a certain extent. It's, but it seems like we pick and choose when we use that argument. You know what I'm saying? I don't do I'm that. Serious. No, no, we ask you for your opinion. I don't do that. If you can play, you can play. If you can't, you never even said, well, he's the lesser competition. If you can play, you can play. No, I, I no, said no, and, I'm not, it, and I'm not and I'm not arguing your, your point. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying in general. That's what I'm saying. Like in general, it seems like we kind of do that. But Polly. I mean, I think if you make plays, you make plays. You know Polly. what I'm saying? Like he's got the measurables. Hey, look. Polly said, help wanted middle linebacker. Previous experience preferred. Must have a clean driving record and ability to pass a drug test. <laughs> <laughs> is that what the commander Let me clarify that. Let me clarify that. You don't have to have a clean driving record. We got this thing called we got this thing called Uber. Matter of fact, I prefer you you're hire, just hire a driver. And, and and second of all, you just gotta pass the initial drug test. <laughs> <laughs> you can do what you want after that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's go. Just make sure you pass the one at the combine. Let's pass that one at the combine. And when the and when the P-Man comes, because they all know. Listen, let's go to the SEC right here. We got a Deshaun Harris. He's wearing number 45 in red, six foot two forty-five. He's 24 years old. First year out of Arkansas. First year out of Arkansas. Linda, where you at when we need you in the comments? Tell us about this kid. Well, uh, Deshaun here, he played for uh, four years. This is actually his first year. He played with the Commanders last year. He didn't touch the field too much, but his career stats in college read like this. In 2016, oh, 2016 he was uh, 18 games played. Whoa, not, I'm sorry, not 18 games. 12 games played, zero of 12 games. 2017, 12 of 12, and 2018 did not play. And so my guy really – Hasn't been on the field as well. Not not too banged up. A total. Hold on. Say that again. Say that again. Well, so this, this is not his rookie year, is what you're saying? Not his rookie year. This is his, actually his second year, but they always second play year. year one. Yeah, so he's okay. a first year player. Right, cool. Cool, so cool, he has cool. uh, a total of 152 tackles uh, while playing in Arkansas with big boy pads on and things like that. So, okay. you know, another guy that has to prove himself, he's out of uh, John Arkansas. High School. Yeah. In Louisiana, out of Louisiana, we love going down into the state of Louisiana right here. Stay it, what you got, man? Uh, I'm looking at it, like I said, uh, checking out his measurables of what he got. I mean, six, six foot 245. Um, in okay, in, in, in the SEC, he has to be able to tackle, so we know on that point he can tackle, he, he should be a tackling machine. The thing is, <laughs> can he show up? Can he show up in the right place of the ball? 
Will he would he make will he make the right reads? You know, can he play in pass? You know, passing down. That's the thing. Uh, I haven't seen too much tape on this guy like like I did uh, the other guy. Uh, so it's gonna be interesting to see uh, what he can and cannot do. Uh, he was on the team last year. Yep. No, I mean this is this is his first year, right? This is his first year, but he's not a rookie. Okay, so then, oh, that means so that then, last year he was on the squad. That means he has so one year experience. That means right. he got one year. Oh, thank you. He had one year experience, and then that way he's seen the system. So he already has a better idea than the rest of the rest of the rookies on what he needs to do to make a squad. He probably was on the practice squad last year, you know. So what is he? What so can he take the next step to get on the field? Get yourself get on the active, the active, the active, the active uh, roster instead of away from the from the practice squad. <clears throat> and. Got in four games last year. Uh, no, nothing stuck out. I mean, even looking at the film, he just looks like a middle-of-the-road guy. But like we've been saying this whole time since it's thin, he's going to get a good opportunity to show that that one-year experience even does something for him. You know, but the stats aren't impressive at all. I mean, but he could have just – sometimes you have those guys that they just – they come in just to expel, you know, for, for a down or two. And maybe that was, you know, maybe that's what that was. But other than that, he just seemed like a middle of the road guy. Yeah, he had uh, against the Giants, against the Giants week 18, two, uh, two tackles, one solo. Um, against the Cowboys, he had one tackle, which was a solo tackle, and it was a sack as well. Against the Eagles, one tackle. So, yeah. And then he was with Green Bay and uh, for two games in 2020 with zero starts. No games started, no games played with the Commanders, five games. So, sounds like a body. Sound like a camp body that you better do something <laughs> on special teams to make people notice you. Yeah, <laughs> you better do something quick on special teams to make people notice you. Milo Efer, wearing number forty six. He's six two two twenty five twenty four years old. He's out of Illinois. Milo, uh, it seems like every everybody after this is going to have some kind of low in their name, a colleague, a. a it's all the same. A mayo, a bunch of you need Jimmy's and Joe's, and we got a bunch of Joe's. <laughs> we got a bunch of Joe's, man. I'm serious, man. That help that help wanted sign for linebackers needs to be in front of our locker room. Man, special teams going down covering kicks, punts, things like that. That used to be all linebackers, and we got a total of six maybe eight linebackers on our 90-man roster right now. So, Milo here, out of the University yeah. of Illinois. You're talking about, you're talking about uh, uh film looks like Cam Chancellor? That dude can hit, period. I, I didn't see nothing else on film that mattered besides when he <laughs> arrives, he arrives with bad intentions. Breaking the wood. Right? blank i'm serious like i was like that's what it remind me of i'm like he come down and and he's not he's a muscular guy but he's not like just the biggest guy i think the, they said he was like 225 he's, yeah. i mean me but he man the dude he looked like he got some potential so rookie bring him in there if he show if he has a couple flash play, plays he got opportunity to get in there immediately and have an impact i like well, it. this is not his rookie year he he was oh with, okay he he was with uh I'm gonna tell you who he was with last year, but this is again this is one of those ones where it's your first year and so. All right, can you say Buffalo Nickel? 
look, look, like, look like they picked this dude up to groom him for the Buffalo nickel. You know what I mean? He got the size, speed. You know what I mean? Like like my man said, you know, he bring that wood when he comes, pause. You know what I mean? So this this might be a death position at Buffalo Nickel. But again, just like with the rest of them guys, you know what I mean? They're gonna have to show him he's gonna have to show and improve every day what he's out there learning his craft, learning right. his trade. And it's going and definitely he's gonna have to put him work on special teams and just gonna have to be productive during the preseason, man. The line one thing about the linebacker position. It's the one position you can actually grade watching a preseason game. You know what I mean? You can see if a guy is is has picked up on what you're teaching on, teaching him in practice. You can see if he's taking that right step, that that first step with his with his correct foot. You can see if he's filling the lanes. You can see if he's running through a blocker instead of running around a blocker. You know what I mean? You you can see if he's shedding the tackle. You know what I mean? So that's why I say these preseason games are important for these linebackers, and they definitely going to get an opportunity to play. So when a linebacker flash in preseason, you know, you definitely can, can get a good grade on a linebacker and get a good feel on if he got potential to be a, a, a productive player for your team. And sometimes a productive player could just be special teams and, 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 and filling in on, on a spot, a player two here or a game here. Or, or even pushing somebody for a job. So, it is I like, it is. I like that. I like the push, the pushing somebody for a job because, hey, if if it comes down to it, a lot of times what these teams yes. do, yeah, what these teams will do, they'll be like, hey, we can save some money right here because we know we got two players we may have to uh, pay next year. Uh, let's get with the next player right here. And- so, what you're saying is, uh, it's a player like a uh, David Mayo. You know what I mean? Because he's an Uber veteran right now. Right. Now, they might want to cut that veteran money and bring in this free agent dude. If David Mayo is making a veteran minimum, I think it's like around eight hundred thousand or whatever it is. You know, you you can shed uh, uh six hundred thousand off your books. You know what I mean? That, that you know that that's that's not a lot of money, but it helps out also. But it helps. But it yeah. helps. Right. The so next one we got second year player. How could this be a second year? See, this is that's what I'm talking about. Jamin Davis, number 52, he's 6'3", 234, I'm sorry, 234 pounds, he's 23 years old, it's supposed to be his first year or second year. No, this is his second year. Out of of University of Kentucky, last year they tried to move him to middle linebacker, found out because he is athletic, he can run, he can move really well, they tried to put him at middle linebacker. Talk about square peg, round hole, everybody said he was a disappointment. What does he need to do this year to – counter that um bus potential or, or a bus label say it i'm gonna go to you man say it put itself in the closet again say it, put it, again that's it. not a bad thing <laughs> no no what i said was you skipped me the last one that's okay i'm gonna let that one oh, slide my bad bro. uh, my bad. uh Jordan davis uh i seen him play with kentucky and the, the guy played he played in space very well he came up and made tackles, and he did uh, quite a few pass uh, pass deflections. That's at Kentucky. Uh, those those that's what I know off the top of my head because I've seen him play, uh, especially when he played against Georgia. Um, uh, him being able to have a chance to play in Washington already uh, shows that he can get on the field. If he's athletic, like he says, athlete, he's showing up. He's being where he's supposed to be at, learning his technique, creating creating the the, uh, the chance for him to get back on the field and do more from what he did last year to expand what he did. Uh, defensively, 
they're gonna have to figure out what defense you're gonna you guys are gonna run, uh, especially with the amount of linebacks you're gonna have on, on the field at one time. How are they gonna do it this year? That's that's gonna be the thing. Uh, maybe they adjust this year with the number of linebackers they brought in. I mean, uh, you know, besides, besides the standard ones, y'all already knew who y'all want, you know. Yeah. Y'all, y'all got like, I mean, I know it's this preseason. Right now they brought in like 12 linebackers. You got like 12 linebackers. So, you know, it's, it's evident either, they, either they're trying to weed out somebody on there already and fill in another spot, or they're trying to see if they can bring somebody in to change a little bit what they're doing already. Gotcha. Uh, I like the way this guy plays. I really, I really do. What the hell are you talking about, man? Jamin Davis. Paulie. Paulie. Yeah, I, Davis. I know I know who we talking about. I don't know what the hell is he talking about, man. <laughs> he said he like it. He plays bad. I do like that. Paulie, what you got, Jamin Davis? Hey, this is what I got with Jamin Davis, man. I heard you start this off, and this is the problem. We're saying, can he shed this bus label and all this and all that? Listen, man, I don't know what was happening in practice. You know what I mean? But I, I done played some sports before and practice are for mistakes. That's what yes. practice is for. You know what I mean? And not once did I watch this guy on the field and I said to myself, he can't play or he's a bust or why did we pick him? The things I said was, man, that's that dude looked like a linebacker. Man, that dude can run in space. Damn, he did a good job in pass coverage on, on in the red zone. Damn, that was a hell of a stop on third and one to stop the running back from picking up that first down out in the flats. Oh, shit. Oh, that's a good play on fourth and one at, at the turnover on downs. You know what I mean? So the, the time, the limited playing time he got, to me, he looked like a playmaker out there. So Jack Del Rio need to unleash his playmaking ability and not trying to put a square peg in a round hole. I was about to say You know that. what I mean? So I don't know about all this bus stuff. He ain't this, he ain't that. Because the times I've seen him out there playing, he played pretty well to me, especially before a rookie. You know what I mean? I've seen him do a lot. I've seen him do more good than I've seen him struggle. Now, I don't know what was going on in practice and what the whole politics was. Because all I know is they love can't get right. They loved the hell out of Can't Get Right, and he was a bum for three years for us. And for whatever reason, they never wanted to put him on the bench. So I don't know if that has something to do with it, because I'll tell you right now, if Can't Get Right, Bostick never would have got hurt, we probably still wouldn't have seen Dave, Davis out there playing. As much as Can't Get Right was, was, was it, he was a, I mean, I hate to say this word, my man G for the shop, said, you can't call these people that, I don't care. He was a bum out there. He did nothing for these dudes. But they kept trotting them out there every defensive series. So, to me, I think it was a lot of politics involved in that, what was going on with Davis. Because don't sit here and tell me he can't get on the field. He couldn't get on the field over Boston. Because when he got on the field, all I seen him do was get better game in, game out, and I seen his talent. So, yeah. they need to unleash this dude. I'm, I, uh, I, I was on watching Corey's show a couple, couple weeks ago, and a guy up there said something, and he's talking about your boy, and. And, and I said, that's 100% correct. They need to unleash that dude like they unleashed Parsons out there in Dallas. That's now, the type of athletic ability he has. Paulie, yes. you said something. You said something, too. They kept putting Boston there, right? But as a coach, it's your job to put your players in the best possible position 
so that their abilities can show. And with him having the speed that he has to cover backers, to cover tight ends, coming out the backers, coming out the backfield and things like that. Why would you stick this dude in the middle? For what? And go. What you got, bro? Well, I, I for one, I, I, you know, I don't follow the team, but I'm so sick of hearing y'all talk about how they put these guys out of position. It's sickening to me. Like, you, you become the worst think we enemy. feel? <laughs> like, think we feel? I'm, like, I'm like, you become your own worst enemy. You know, when I watch this guy, man, he does everything good. Like, he's he, he makes, like, he's like everything that Paulie was saying. I'm like, that's exactly what I saw on film. Makes the good plays in space. Solid run defender, all those things. Got moves around well. Guys like that are the guys that you need if you're when y'all, which I was talking about earlier, when you're trying to get rid of the guys who may be vet minimum or whatever. But if you are a guy like y'all's coach, who y'all hear y'all talk about, who we don't cut rookies, then nine times out of ten, I mean, he doesn't cut draft picks, then nine times out of ten, he probably is going to say he always wants a veteran player over over a rookie or something like that. That's the stuff that's going to not bode well for your team if you're not willing to take those chances on a guy like this. Just a solid player. That's what I can see. I mean, I'm like, it doesn't take much to see a guy that sticks out and can do a little bit of everything. You you put him on the field. Let's go. And since since we're going to talk about uh, Jamin Davis, let's talk about one of his uh, standout games here. My man had versus Philly, who we all know ran the ball. Uh, he had a total of 10 tackles. He had four solo tackles. He had five assists, right? My man was all over the field versus the Chiefs. He had 11 tackles. He had four solo. He had six assisted. He was all over the field. Uh, versus a fast team, he he was our fastest defensive player on the field that day. Let's move on to Khalid Hudson, number 47. He's six foot two twenty. He's 24 years old, third year out of that school up north. I'm not going to say the name. Y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, I have no clue. From that school up north, what you will not know today. <laughs> All right, Khalid Cousin, he's been with the Commanders for quite a while. He's one of those guys that uh, they do love. Khalid Cousin, they move him around inside, outside. When he gets on the field, he does make some plays. But for what we need and for the amount of linebacker help that we do desire, is it enough? Is it is it enough for what he's doing? I don't, I don't believe so. So, um, Khalid Hudson, man, uh, special teams, 100% that way. But uh, linebacker play, a back-end part of the roster for me is what Khalid Hudson is. Um, say it. Okay, um, I, I watched a little tape on the guy. The guy the guy actually has some pretty good wheels, man. And uh, uh, one particular game that stuck out, it seemed like all the highlights was, was a, of, of mostly of the Seattle game. Um he showed up. He showed up and gave Russell Wilson fits throughout the whole game. Uh, they also showed a game. I think it was against Dallas where he showed up and, and gave Dak a few a, a, a few miscues out there. But like you said, most of the film I saw of him was the first or second man down on special team. He was breaking loose, getting down there, either making a tackle or assisting in a tackle. So they know what they have in him on special team wise. You know, you can stay on the field, especially you can stay on a team. I'm sorry, as long as you can play special team. He already established that spot last year that he can play special team, but can he improve enough at the linebacker position for them to put him on the field more? Uh, like I say, I see, like I said, it's like three games they showed a lot of him playing a lot of plays in, the, in those three games. Uh, Paulie, Khalid Hudson, 
Uh, he's the utility knife at linebacker. All right. They did drafted him. To, that's what they drafted him to be. They drafted him to be. And really, we didn't know it at, at the time because uh, this was the first year of the staff. But I think they really envisioned him to be the Buffalo nickel. And I think really they – I think between him and one of the safeties, he's going to get a, a good opportunity at that Buffalo nickel spot because he's not very big. But you don't have to be big to play big. Yeah, and he definitely and he definitely plays big out there, you know. His measurables don't add up, but like I said, he played big out there. Um, good special teams player. He has a spot on the roster. He just has to show that he's ascending as a player. And and, and if somebody goes down for a game or two, he has to be able to to go in there and and, and not lose production out there. I don't know. I can't remember if he was hurt or if he got caught up in the COVID situation or not. All I know when players started to go down, you know, they were giving too. he went down too. Yep. Okay. Cause I know the season before that, he was the first guy off the bench. Yep. You know what I mean? So he he's their he's their utility knife. You know, they like him. He was a draft pick. Like I said, they don't cut draft picks unless they unless they start rescinding after year two. So this is definitely a big camp for him he needs to have a good training camp because he's he's fighting for, at, for a starting job with that buffalo nickel you know what i mean and, and other than that i like him you know what i mean so we'll see how i go with khalid uh what you got Ant? guys that can the utility knife guys if, if all else fails i would lean towards where it's too hard to find good players and that's being special teams and so you know, first guy off the bench, I mean, he's got an opportunity, but I I, I can see him falling into, hey, this is, all right, we got, a, we got a couple good guys. Your role won't change. You actually probably will see less reps, but eight guys, eight, nine guys on the roster, you'll have a greater, a greater opportunity than that. Dang, I can't even get the words out. <laughs> you won't have a greater opportunity than now to prove yourself. So, if he wants to be viewed as anything other than a solid special teams guy and possibly can be a backup or a starter, like he's saying in the Buffalo Nickel, he's going to have to do something. But not a bad player, though. Not a bad player. Facts. Now let's get to uh, number 55, Cole Holcomb. He's 6'1", 240, 25 years old, fourth year out of North Carolina. We starting to get a lot of Tar Heels on this squad right here, man. Uh my man last year broke out, had a total of 125 tackles, 66 was solo, 59 was assisted, a sack, five pass defenses, an interception, a TD. Uh, so, Cole, the more he's been on the field, the better he's played. But they giving him a shot at the big time right now to put him in that middle and own that starting middle position from day one right now. It's actually his job to lose. Uh, and, and, Paulie, would you say he kept us in that first Dallas game? Right with that with that interception that he got when uh when Dak threw that joker right to him and hit him right between the five and the five and he just strolled terrible throw terrible first off it was terrible planned that throw. way it was planned that way and it was planned that way hey I ain't even arguing if it was a good play by y'all it was a, a terrible throw you hit him in the double nickel hit him right in that damn in the double nickel hey put the he football panicked. across right in the middle of his chest he panicked. He did. He did. Dakota. It was, a, it was. It was a naked bootleg. That was already a little bit banged up. He panicked. That's all. Threw it right to him. 
I mean, that's what that play is for. They sniff that play out. They put the pressure on them. They, yo, look, yo, Dak been killing us for the whole Dak Prescott career with that damn bootleg. You know what I mean? And they sniffed it out on it. The one time they having to sniff it out and everybody played the part right, the end rushed up the field instead of rushing in. So he had immediate pressure on him. Cole Holcomb um, 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 covered the flats. And, and that's how he's supposed to play that play. I was like the first time that we ever – correctly played that play against that press guy. Hey, maybe it's like they scouted the play and they was prepared for it. They had to scout the play. That press got bread and butter against us, man. He killed us on that play a hundred thousand times. He did it twice in the game earlier. He did. Yeah, they, they just finally played that play correctly. I told you. The defensive field rushed up the field instead of rushing in on falling for the, the for the fake, he rushed straight up the field, got right in Dak's face. Dak was already remember Dak was cut, had that ankle injury. He was hobbled already, so he's trying to get the ball out. Hogan got into the flats, boom, pick six. We was right back in the thing. Yeah, so uh, good what play. Do, what do you see for Hudson this year, uh, Paulie? You mean for Cole Hogan? Yes, sir. I see Cole Hogan having his best year, contract year. You know what I mean? He's finally at the position. Where he needed to be from from the jump. Well, actually, he was his rookie year when he was in the three four defense. He was one of the middle linebackers, and that was to me that was his for a rookie. That dude was a tackling machine that year. You know what I mean? You know, I hear uh, B. Mitch say all the time that he doesn't like how he runs around tackles, run around blockers, I should say. But I think he got into doing that because he he was fast enough to do it at that position. And I do agree with him. Sometimes you just got to blow the dude up, you know what I mean, and let somebody else make the play. But he has good speed. He's he's good in the passing game, like we just talked about, him in the flats with, with Dak and everything. So I think a breakout year for Cole Holcomb in a contract year. All right. Um, and so, Linda, you keep your videos to yourself. No, no, I That's just want you to read thing. that. I just, I just called you so that you could read that right there, you know. No, I, that's what I was saying. I said, Linda, you keep your videos to yourself. No, no. Well, that video will be shown here in a minute. <laughs> but, what are y'all talking about? Well, uh, the, the video Linda just said. Oh, it's, it's grainy. It's breaking up. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> it's uh, Hog Harris sacking Dak is what, what Linda said. Harris for uh, Harris sacking Dak for a five-yard loss. But no, you know, but I'll be honest, looking at him on film, he remind the way he moves around and was making plays, he reminds me of the one year that Jalen and Layton were actually moving around and working in unison. Like it, it, it showed me like the, the ceiling of what he could be. He's you know, moving around, he could do a little bit of everything, get to the sideline, he could make the tackle. So look, I mean, he's a good player. Like you know, I I wouldn't I wouldn't deny what Paulie said for a second that this could be the year that he actually does something, even though, you know, I ain't gonna go for the will for you guys this year. But anyway, say it. <laughs> hey, uh, as as I, as I watched a little tape on this guy, and he he seems to always be in the right position. Uh, uh, a lot of the a lot of tape I watched, he was he was in the middle. He played middle linebacker, and he was catching the running backs coming out of the. Coming out of the uh, the backfield, it was he played on a few tight ends. Matter of fact, I think he he knocked down a few passes against uh, uh, the uh, 
Armin Spitzer knife in Atlanta. Yeah, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And and he does a great job of ripping at the ball once they arrive as a group to a tackle. He's going after the ball, punches it out, ripping it out. So the, the guy has done exactly what he's supposed to do at linebacker. Hey, uh, one last thing. And, and he got a and he got a mullet that you gotta love. Bro. That's what I was about this to say. He got a classic mullet. I say you gotta love a classic mullet, bro. But, but, you know what I mean, he 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 he's he's a classic linebacker, man. Uh, he's he's done it all. Hey, uh, running back, there I say it. Is. So I mean, go. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Just, just your second before. Go ahead. So, uh, uh, um, I, I watched him tackle uh, linebackers. I mean, uh, tackle uh, uh, tight ends. Go with running backs. Stay home for the boot. I watched the pick that y'all talking about. I seen the pick, and he actually scored a touchdown on that as well. But anyway, yeah, uh, so so the, the guy has done exactly what they've asked him to do. He also. Was in Carolina, so you know your head coach know him. No, he wasn't in Carolina. No, no, he's, no, been, no. Here. he's been here. No, he went to University of North Carolina. He wasn't in Carolina. It was one of Carolina. University of North Carolina. It was one of Carolina. Hey, listen, that's that's where that's where they got they first looked at Sam Howell and Deami Brown at uh, with Scott was... and Cole Hope. Okay, you know what I mean. But yeah, but they got, I say this. Yeah, I say this though. What they can't do. And his, you know what Cole downfall has been with us? You know what I mean? Outside of the whole uh, running around tackle, running around blockers thing, is trying to do too much. And you know what that comes from? Not having help, skilled players around you. Not having skilled players around you and, you, and, and a dumbass defensive coordinator who think he only can put one linebacker on the field. You <laughs> know what I mean? As long, long as we don't do that, he should be okay. I got a question. Well, now you 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 heard you've heard B. Mitch say it, and Paula, you said it. Him running around blockers and everything like that. But does this sort of remind you of? And I'm I'm just gonna say it because the mullet. I just thought about the mullet and the other NFL player that had the mullet that got his chest cavity ran up in. Brian Bosworth. Oh <laughs> no, no, no! I don't know. Brian Bosworth was about Bosworth. Luke, I mean Luke. I mean um. Um, Holcomb is about football. If anything, he, I'm about to say, if anything, he, he reminds me of a poor man's Luke Keekley. You know what I mean? If anything, yeah, yeah. I would never compare him to Brian Bosworth. Bosworth no, was about, the, Bosworth was the, about the show. He was about, nah, he was about the show. That's it. You know what I mean? Ho, Cole Holcomb was about playing football, bro. Yeah, yeah. I like Cole. I like Cole Holcomb. He's a solid football player. You put him in. You put him in the right. Put him in the right scheme. Give him the right people around him. You know what I mean? He could flourish. All right. Last linebacker here. Uh, your guy, David Mayo, wearing number 51, 6'2", 240, 28 years old. Been in the league for eight years. Texas State San Marco. David Mayo here. Fellas. Yeah, straight. <laughs> David. Nah. David He'll be on Mayo. the team, man. He's a, he's a commander. He's a, yeah, He's an like original commander. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah. mean, the, the crazy part about it was they cut him last year at the end of the uh, end of training camp. <laughs> and here we go with the politics thing, the politics and numbers. They cut him, brought him back. That way they could save some money about doing that. But um, special teams player, special teams extraordinaire, really. really? You know, at, the, at the linebacker spot. Uh, he filled in. I'm going to tell you what. I like what I've seen from him in, in the games that he filled in. He's a middle linebacker. 
Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing more. But he's a middle linebacker, a uh, suspect in the passing game. You know what I mean? He, he got that disease, slow-itis. He's slow. You know slow. what I mean? I mean slow-itis. He got that disease, slow-itis. Or, or, or he got the other disease, no speed at all. You know what I mean? But he's a thumper out there. He uh, uh he, he knows where he's supposed to be. You know, he just got slow-itis, so sometimes he can't get to where he's supposed to be. But, like I said, solid backup, solid uh, special teams player. He'll be outside of one of these free agent guys just blowing him away in camp. Pause. He'll be up. He'll be on the roster. Hey, this is this is where somebody really needs to uh, post that help want to sign right above his locker and beat him out. Just beat him out. This is where one of those young guys go. They beat him out on special teams. After what you got? Yeah, that that was gonna be my thing. Is like, you know, when you when you're thin, this is the type of guy that you have to deal with. And, and it's not that he's a bad player. But it's just good analysis. Good analysis. Yeah, on on if there's a solid team of linebackers, he's fighting it out with a rookie guy, or you know, he's just a solid second, third stringer. Maybe sees the field. You try to find him on a special teams type thing. So you know, like solid guy. You know, he'll he'll do just he has no make some plays. He has no ceiling. He is what he is. Like you're not gonna get yeah. all of a sudden. All of a sudden, he's not gonna <laughs> yeah. turn. All of a sudden, he's not going to turn into a pro bowler. He just is what he is. Yep. Uh, yeah. Solid analysis. That's the type of deal you have to deal he's with. Made there you go. He's, that he's was, made that it. Was, he's made it. He's got some money. Like you said, like you said, Paulie, I mean, uh, uh, Pick, hopefully somebody beats him out. But he, even if they do, he still has to stay on the team just because he knows the way. He knows the lay of the land. So He knows what Ron wants. Yep. Say it. Yeah, um, um, I did watch a little bit of the uh, – Carolina, Carolina tape on the guy. Uh, Paul is right. He's a true middle linebacker. He got. He said he put the defense in the, in the, in the correct positions. Uh, uh, he reacted to the run very well, and it is what it is. He a little slow, but if they running the ball, he there. He gonna he gonna slide down the line, and he gonna arrive at the ball every time. I every time I watched him, man, if they was running the ball, he was sliding left or right. He was at the ball. Either he was making the tackle himself, or he was assisting making the tackle. Uh, uh, I seen him get beat like once, once on uh, running back out of the backfield. But I mean, you know, that's what he is. He's a middle linebacker, so you don't expect that's him to play on the outside linebacker. Now, again, this goes back to the defensive scheme. You bring all these guys in that play like they played in Carolina, but that's not the scheme y'all running. What scheme are they going to run? Yeah, we got to have more than two linebackers on the field. That's going to be something to look forward to in training camp as a season. Who is our third linebacker? Now, I'm going to give you boys and girls something nice to look forward to right here. Maybe nice, maybe not so nice. I don't know. We're going to call this next segment Five Minutes with Ant Talking Cowboys. I don't know if it's going to be five good minutes. It's just five minutes. Hold on, hold on. What What? What'd you say? Come it's, on, hell, hell, no, 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 no. We ain't doing this. We ain't doing this, bro. No, no. We ain't doing it. No, 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 no. No, we not doing this, bro. We ain't doing this. We ain't doing this. He muted himself. We exactly because we ain't doing this, man. He muted. I was just letting you properly introduce me. No, I ain't no proper introduction. 
Yo, we we ain't doing this. That ain't what this is, bro. We ain't doing this. Oh, hold on, Paulie. Come on, Paulie. Let me let me Nah, nah, nah. We ain't going. We we gave. We we ain't doing no five minutes of ain't doing no cowboys, bro. Nah, bro. We good. We good. Oh, we no. good. What you got for us, Ant Man? We got uh, okay. I'm out, yo. Hell to the W. <laughs> you can clip that. Yo, yeah, I'm out of here, bro. We ain't doing this. Father, you can't. We, go we, we ain't doing this, bro. Hell to the W. Yeah, hey, hey, hey. God bless. I'm, he's our Russell Simmons. God bless. <laughs> Good night. Hell to the W. I'm out of <laughs> here. Let's see what he say. Come on, Ant. What you got? <laughs> First of all, thank everybody for tuning in tonight. <laughs> I want to welcome. <laughs> Thank everybody for tuning in tonight. I want to welcome you to the best five minutes of football you're gonna get tonight. We are talking about the NFC East champs, the Dallas Cowboys. First of all, let me say this. <laughs> First of all, let me say this. <laughs> First of all, let me say this. Everybody know has seen what has happened in the offseason. We've seen that Amari Cooper is no longer here. Tyron Smith has lost a lot of the edge that he had. We've pretty much wasted the best years of, well, as far as a quarterback is concerned, the first five years are the contract years. So we've we missed out on that window with Dak. We've, we've wasted our line. We've let them get decimated and too old. Um, even though I like the new pickup, the Tyler Smith pickup, I think there's something that people are missing that doesn't make sense to me, and I don't understand the reason why. Besides uh, also liking the receiver that we picked up, is the fact that Dalton Schultz is not getting enough love. Okay, I actually called in the local radio just yesterday to place an argument about this, and I didn't understand why there's so much hate coming at a guy who was highly touted coming out of college, and they put him behind Gavin Escobar, who was supposed to be the big-name guy, and slowly... He was able to get better and better every year. What people are, are, aren't, are failing to realize is that the ball has to go somewhere. Somebody has to make an impact on this team. We already know CeeDee Lamb is going to get doubled. That's, that's going to happen, and he's not proven himself enough to show that he can beat the double or be the number one guy, and that's just being a realist, not a fan. But let me just say that looking at his numbers over and, and since 2018 – where he had to sit behind somebody the, the, the first two years, he went from one catch to 63 to 78. His yards went from 6 to 615 to 808. Uh, his average per catches went up. The, 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 the longs per you know reception, 32 yards as a long has went up and doubled his touchdowns. This guy is going to have a breakout year. He is going to hit up because Dak, he's, and he's Dak's safety blanket. He's going to hit 1,000 yards receiving. He's going to hit, if he's already been at 70, he'll go to 80 to 85 catches, if not more, this year. And he will go to 10 touchdowns. That's what I honestly believe. Oh, that's your time. So he's talking about Schultz, the uh, franchise tight end for the Cowboys, talking about he's going to have a breakout year. Somebody better break out, break a leg or something, because I cannot. Man. Thank you, guys, for listening. I appreciate the time. That was really tough. I'm gonna go take a whole bottle of sleeper pills now. Hey, hit us, champs. He, he asks for every time, man. <laughs> so why do they keep doing this to us? He's sliding. He's sliding. That one right in there. Yes, he did. What, what is yes, wrong? Yes, he did. 
He's literally right. right in there. Yes, he Molly, did. Molly, come on back, Rare, so we can go ahead and exit this show. Hey, we appreciate each and every one of y'all for uh, joining us tonight. We have our guy Sanchez joining us on Thursday, so we can talk tight ends. Um, we're only a couple of days away from training cramp. We're trying to get through this roster for the commander so we know who we're looking at, what we're looking for. I'm getting excited. Football season's here. We're not too far away from college football as well. We're going to help y'all continue to make these bets and picks. Uh, you know what we do. We call it the OG Classic. Paulie, where you at, man? I need you right now. We call it the OG Classic because we get in and we get out. And uh, Go Paulie, dogs. There you go. 